What is good guys? Happy Monday. I hope you guys had a fabulous weekend and you ate a lot of really good food. You drank all of your favorite drinks and all that good stuff. Maybe you had a really productive weekend where you stayed in, you got a workout or two, you cleaned your apartment and you got all your work done early. That always feels nice. I love setting myself up for the week ahead um, for success love to do that but it doesn't always happen but when it does it's like why don't I do this more you know anyway I spent some time in Myrtle Beach this past week and was able to see my friends and my boyfriend's family for a bit which is always fun there's something about being in the south during the fall that I just love I love the fall season it reminds me of college and it's like the sun keeps you warm enough during the day where you can be comfortable to wear like the light clothes and then at night you just throw on a jacket and jeans and it's so nice and there's no humidity like what a blessing. It is still 87 to 90 in Florida right now. I am patiently waiting for it to cool down and to cool down fast. I am a little bit over the heat. I love it, but I'm just craving the fall and winter vibes, especially when you go and you visit a place that's like in full fall mode and are expected to come back to the heat. That's um, no fun, but I am actually a little bit excited to get my tan back because I've gotten very pale while being in South Carolina. Um, but anyway, I would love to get into the topic of this week's podcast, but first I want to know what you guys are wanting to hear from me in future episodes. Uh, people have asked for me to talk about my future plans, how to stay motivated, diet tips, um, Instagram strategy and content creation, all of that stuff. But are you guys wanting to hear stories or like what? You need to help a girl out. I just constantly... I'm going through things in life and learning about it all together. So I just thought, why can't we all do it at the same time? So that could be very beneficial. Um, but everyone was like, whoa, you made a podcast. Like, congratulations, Emily. That is so cool. I loved all the support. And I still continue to love all the support after each episode releases. But in reality, I was like, oh, why not? You know, like it didn't seem like that big of a deal to me. I love writing and I felt like I could get the job done. I don't really think before I do things like that. When I see opportunities, I kind of just dive in and, you know, you just jump in. And I feel like people are so worried about what other people think. Every time I start, you know, second guessing myself, I tend to dig myself into a hole and wonder, you know, what will they think? Will they talk about me when I walk by? Are they talking to their friends about me? Are they sending screenshots of my pictures and laughing at me? Or, you know, will they look through my feed and be like, find a picture and be like, she's not even that pretty. (laughs) So they can feel better about themselves. I don't know. But you know what? I have gotten to a point in my life where I'm just like, good. I'm glad. I'm actually happy that I am such a hot topic. Like, that is free promotion, baby. I'm telling you. I am, you know, the ones that that follow you all the time, 
and are the first to know what you're doing, are the first to bash you in the back normally. So my point is, if you want to do something, just do it, like a podcast. If you want to sit here and you want to talk about people and you think you have stuff to say or say you're really funny and you want to make people laugh or you have great knowledge on a certain topic, go ahead, you know, share it because I would listen and a bunch of other people would listen. People will always try and put you down always and it's not your job to sink to that level. You have to rise above it and, you know, be better than that. Take the, the higher road. No, it's not the higher road. Is it the higher road? Oh, I'm like losing it. Yeah, take the higher road. I think. Okay. But anyway, let's get into the actual podcast. So I have an exciting topic to talk to you guys about today. We will be diving straight into fitness. I know everyone's favorite fucking subject. I'm just kidding. Some might not like it, but um, I used to be, or I guess I still am because I'm still certified, but um, a personal trainer. I just don't take clients anymore, so I'm not active with it. Uh, But I was pretty into health and fitness my whole entire life life. It pretty much ran my life through college. I just loved talking about it with my clients. I loved hearing their opinions. I loved hearing their problems. And it was always in a sense that I wanted to make them, you know, feel better. I want people to feel confident in their own skin. And at that point in my life, I was so fit and, you know, I was so strong and I just felt very, very confident in myself. So it was my job to make people feel like that. And be able to bring out the confidence in them and making them feel strong. That was my whole thing. Strong is a new sexy because girls that lift and um, girls that feel powerful just from working out, I feel like that is huge and it makes you feel so much better about yourself. But that's with any kind of like training. So that's what we're going to get into today. But I love talking about my clients and, you know, overcoming their challenges and the different diets, the different training techniques, the different people that I trained. There is one thing that is the same for absolutely everyone when it comes to fitness and training and nutrition. Every single person is different and you have to find out what works for you. So yes, your Aunt Becky is absolutely killing it on the keto diet and is shedding off all this weight, but does that mean that it'll actually work for you? No. It doesn't because everyone's body is different. And to be honest, that's not a healthy way to lose it. Just going to throw that out there. But so when my clients ask me, you know, I, what type of training they should be doing? And I I ask them what, what they have been doing. What are you familiar with? Have you ever tried interval training? Have you tried box jumps, low intensity cardio? And they're all like, well, no, Emily, I have not I'm saying exactly. That is my point. If something does not seem to be working with you or you're not happy with the way your body is looking, it is time to change things up. Change is so good. Your body adapts to your training style very, very quickly. You become comfortable with it. And that is one of the main things why I am so amazed with learning about these techniques and these strategies of training because it's incredible how your body adapts so quickly. It can literally do anything. You have to just put your mind to it. And I know that seems cliche, but it's very true. It used to be hard for you, but now like you leave the gym barely sweating at the end of your workout. So if that's happening, it might be time for you to change things up, but you constantly want to change your workout so your body doesn't get used to it because when it gets used to it, you start burning less calories and the shock factor is gone. Like see ya right out the window. 
For example, this is like if you're using a 10 pound weight for dumbbell curls. It may be hard for you for the first two weeks, but once it gets easier, you don't continue to stay with the same weight. No, that would just be dumb. Always keep challenging yourself. You want to go grab those 12s, girlfriend, and then the 14s, and then make your way down to the 16s, and then when you're feeling really confident, grab the freaking 18s and 20s. Anyway, so let's carry on to some training styles that I love to talk to my clients about and through. I had a specific clientele, and these were males and females that were looking to tone up and build lean muscle and shred excess fat. I wasn't into training clients for any kind of shows or anything like that. This was strictly just to make people feel better and lose the unwanted fat that they had and really tone up their body and build strong lean muscle. I would always, always, always take my clients through a workout that would allow them to leave the gym feeling very drained. Keep in mind, I had most people for two sessions a week. These sessions were ones that they went into 100% for the 45 minutes we were together after their warm-up. I'm not saying that you need to leave the gym drained every single time, but I'm saying that you need to have at least two to three workouts a week that are 150%. That's how your body is going to transform. But the client transformations when I was doing this, amazing. This is because each and every one of these clients followed something that I told them. And here are the basics, and I will explain them after. First off, 10,000 steps each and every day. Second step, break a sweat every single day. Third step, nutrition, your diet is key. Fourth step, you need to plan ahead. And getting into these steps... These can work for any person, from overweight people looking to lose a lot of weight and to regular people that are just looking to be more physically fit and active. The 10,000 steps a day is just to show that you are being active and getting your steps in. People really underestimate how much walking can improve your heart health, but it also really shapes up your legs. I try and walk every day and like specifically in the morning for 30 minutes to get some steps in. It sets me up for my um, 10,000 steps that I'll, I'll get later in the day. But this simply just starts my day in the right direction. I put my AirPods on, I put on a good podcast, and I really just walk and listen and look at the palm trees around me and the lake that I walk around. And I just really feel good after I'm done walking it. So it sets my mindset up for the day and it allows me to get motivated to get all my tasks done. It allows me to think what I need to do for the day. And I don't touch my computer. I don't touch my phone really before I get my walk in because I am, you know, getting up to get out. I walk and then I come back and that's when I start to ease into my work day. I don't want to, you know, deal with all that and have all that on my mind, you know, answering emails like, oh shit, I I need to do this after I walk, you know, I don't want to really be focusing on all that. I would rather, you know, take my time and listen to a podcast, learn something and enjoy and be thankful for the area around me. And I think that has really changed my mindset on so many different things and it's so helpful to walk in the morning but next up I always tell my clients to get in a sweat every single day whether that be a workout yoga a jog a walk golfing swimming whatever the fuck you want you need to do some type of activity that allows you to sweat 
this is a game changer and has changed the mindset of so many people when it comes to, you know, working out. Most people that can't stick to a routine at the gym get bored of it. And you need alternate activities because just face it, it's not realistic to walk into the gym every single day and get your lift in and be like, oh, I cannot wait to do this. I cannot wait to step into this gym and crush all these weights and do my squats. Like, no, I'm sorry, but it's not like you're not going to be in that mindset every single day. And if you are, congratulations, because, you know, you're that is awesome. Good for you. But this there comes a point where you need to change things up and go into a different style of training. I went through a time in my life where I was a personal trainer and I was excited each day to get my lift in. I took my supplements, I would see people at the gym, at my university, and I was always so excited to go. You know, I would put my headphones in, especially when you have a dope college um, gym like we did. But as time went on, I wanted more and I started to figure out my my body looked and felt so much better when I wasn't running it to the ground every single day. You know, one day I would go for a run if I felt like I wanted to run. The next day I would do Pilates if I feel like I needed a good, you know, stretch, but also needed to challenge my body and strengthen it. And after that, I might do a flow yoga session and then do weights the next day. I just do whatever I want now. And my ground rule is that I always try and lift heavy three days a week. I tend to go a bit over and do do four to five just because I like it. But, you know, that's up to you. Whatever you're feeling, I encourage you to do whatever you're feeling. But the days where I'm not lifting, I'm doing low-intensity cardio. That's walking on incline, um, on the treadmill. I love doing that. High-intensity uh, high interval training, yoga or Pilates. But for those three days, I'm really hitting it hard on my legs, and I do an upper body day. And I have found great success with that. It's more... Um, accommodating to my schedule and to my body where I am right now and what I'm trying to say is working out does not have to be brutally boring if you're one of those people that doesn't get into it then don't make it something that's boring you know for the people out there thinking that I love the gym how could this ever be boring well odds are there's something that you like doing that somebody doesn't love either We all have our own thoughts and opinions, and I'm not going to pretend like it's fun to do the same shit each time you walk through those doors. But if you love it, and I know what it feels like to absolutely love it, keep doing it. What I'm more referring to is to stop walking into the gym and heading straight for the treadmill every single time. This is what most girls do just because they're too scared or intimidated by the weights. They don't want to go over by the guys. They don't know how to squat yet and all of that. And... I used to be like that. I used to walk straight for the treadmill every single time and do 45 minutes of incline walking and then I would grab a mat and I would do um, ab workouts and I lost a lot of weight doing that. I also was not eating carbs. This was freshman year of college so I had no butt, literally like no fat on me. My abs were insane but I, I wasn't happy. I wouldn't you know, my roommates would go out, I wouldn't even eat pizza or do any of that shit. And looking back, I thought it made me feel better. But honestly, my skin was the worst it ever was. I don't know if that was just because it was a freshman year of college, but my skin was terrible. My digestion wasn't good. I was getting um, stressed out easier. And I, I just I wasn't giving 
my body what it needed. I I was not setting my body up for success that way. And I encourage girls, if this is something that you're doing, don't be afraid to eat a little bit more. I'm telling you, if you start lifting at the gym, your body needs that fuel to push you through the workouts. It really does. It, It needs it tremendously. It does. And the food goes to your muscles. And that's a whole other thing that I can, I can do a pod, another podcast on because I love talking about it. But if you are a girl listening to this, do not be afraid to start lifting. Do not be afraid to go try a new area in the gym. Do not be afraid to go over and sit by the guys that are taking up all the fucking weights at the gym and the benches. You go out there and do that thing that you want to do because they're more scared of you, to be honest. <laughs> All you have to do is just go walk up there and sit down. And I promise you, like, you feel more powerful after you do that. And most likely, they'll move or they won't even know that you're there, you know? You just have to think, it's a gym. We're all here to get better. But if you are like me and you don't want to go to the gym every day now and you want to change things up, do an outdoor workout, jump squats, sprints, lunges, push-ups, crunches, all of the above. My lord, just change up your routine. It's not going to hurt you. I'm telling you, it will make your body look better, more athletic. You'll feel better and just thank me later. But next up, the big bad one. This one used to get me so heated when I was training clients. (laughs) Your nutrition. The biggest part of it is literally your nutrition. It's 80% of it. I don't care what anyone says. When you get to a certain age, it matters what you put into your body and it 100% shows. So if you're going to sit around all day and eat Cheez-Its and potato chips and work out, like odds are you're not going to look the best. And if you do, you are very lucky because that is simply not not me. Um, I always explain to my clients in hopes that they'll try and understand it better this way. Um, chips are good, but chips are better with dip. So the chips are your exercise alone, and the dip is your nutrition. They're a combination that you need to get your body that you always wanted. So yeah, chips are good plain, but like they're always better with buffalo chicken dip, don't you think? So <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Your body is going to look the best when your nutrition is on point and your workout routine is on point. And I'm not going to go deep into nu- nutrition because that will be another podcast, but it's totally different for everyone. When you're trying to lose weight, disregard any kind of fa- fad diet, like I said below, like how I didn't eat carbs my whole freshman year of college and all that like shit. It really comes down to your body being in a caloric deficit. So this means that you are burning more calories than you are putting in. There are calculators online that can do this for you. But if you need help, feel free to reach out to me and I'd love to help you with it. But bottom line is you need to be burning more calories than you are eating. This is how your body loses weight. It's science. That's it. It's not hard. All these companies and all these like apple cider vinegar pill companies and all that shit they they try and make it seem a lot more complicated than it really is but you really just need to burn more calories than you're putting into your body okay lastly planning ahead applies to all these concepts you need to plan your meals ahead of time by making a grocery list plan your workouts for the week write them down and when you're done cross them off your calendar I'm telling you, it feels so good to be able to cross things out of your calendar. Like, even, like, the stupidest stuff, like, you know, go to the grocery store, boom, cross it off. 
go to the gym, cross it off. And then that really keeps track of everything that you're doing. And it comes in handy sometimes when you have to look back and be like, hmm, what did I do this? What did I do yesterday? And then boom, it's in your calendar. Um, But also, it helps you plan time for yourself. So make sure you're marking down in your calendar that you want to do your 30-minute walk in the morning and listen to your podcast. So what I'm saying is you really need to take the time for yourself also, as well as doing all these other things. The time with yourself is so important and it should be cherished, honestly. It's a time for reflection, your thoughts, and your goal plannings. And I cannot stress that enough. You have to set up your day for success. So that is why planning ahead is amazing. You can meal plan, meal prep, your grocery store, all of that by planning ahead. You know, I always do it on Sundays or Monday mornings. That's, that way I have my whole day in front of me. And it really, it really helps me out. So... I would encourage that, but guys, that is the episode for this Monday. I hope you guys liked it, and let me know what else you want to hear. Send me your recommendations. Oh, and also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, don't be afraid to leave me a review. That would be nice of you. I mean, only if you took something out of this podcast, do it. I'm not begging or anything, but... (laughs) Anyway, have a great rest of your week, guys. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. See ya!